back to another episode of the Salty Nerd Podcast. I'm your host, the Salty Nerd. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the big master blockbuster news that Snyder Cut is coming to HBO Max. And we're also going to be discussing the Justice League by Josh. The non-Snyder Cut. The (laughs) non-Snyder Cut. And kind of comparing and talking about our notes and talking about what we think might be different uh, and what we expect from this uh, monumental accomplishment from a certain fandom. So I'm afraid. With me today is Matt Vader. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm afraid. You're afraid? I don't want to piss off the, the, the Snyder, Snyder fans. <laughs> the Snyder cult. It's too late for me. Yeah, yeah. you already did it. You, you might be able to save it. yourself. <laughs> Kadish has a way of pissing off every fandom. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you, when you point out how shitty some of these things are, the fandom doesn't tend to appreciate it. Except for the JP fandom. We're like, ah, eh, whatever, girl. <laughs> We're good. But yeah, I'm good. Dinosaurs. I'm good. And I'm also joined by Matthew Kadish, the scorned of the internet. <laughs> What's up, man? How you doing? Scourge of the internet. Scourge. I'm You're scorned. Good. You were scorned by the Snyder Cut, though. Or the Snyder people. Yeah, those guys are crazy. Some of them. Most of them. 10%. I call them the cult of Snyder. A lot of people do. Snyder files. <laughs> Anyway, uh, real quick, let's talk about Justice League and what a freaking debacle of a movie that was. Um, I watched it last night. Can't yeah. believe how bad it was. I rented it yesterday. And you know, it's it's it. funny because like I, when I saw it in the theater, I knew it was bad, but I was just kind of like, ah, you know, it's it's entertaining because like I love Batman, I love Superman, I love all these characters. Yeah, and it was it was great to get to see them on screen together for the first time, but then like with each subsequent viewing of this movie, <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, it just gets. I worse think I watched the wrong movies. Which movie did you watch? I, did you watch Batman v Superman? Probably. That was. I, I don't know. It's it a whole another podcast. Talk about that movie. <laughs> is this the one where uh, they dig him up in a grave and they electrocute him back to life? So no, Justice League is the one where they bring Superman back yeah. to life, right? Okay, yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, so real quick, I just want to. I just my biggest gripe with this movie, besides the. Uh, <laughs> The plot, I, I, besides the plot, <laughs> it's just like <laughs> whatever. Right besides this entire movie, like the movie, I, I did not enjoy this movie. But the biggest problem I had with it was how they treated Batman. Like to like, me, like a little bitch. To me, Batman came off like a freaking joke in this mm-hmm. movie, and I hated it. I hated the humor that Whedon had injected in. I know he was directed to by the studio because the studio wasn't happy with the the darker, grittier, like Snyder vision. They they kind of wanted to go more Marvel-esque. And, Why'd and, you say that name? Why'd you say that name? Payoff. And, uh, what is it? Set, set up and payoff. I'm going to get a shirt that says that. Set up and payoff. <laughs> Basic set up and payoff. Um, no, I just like... This movie was so like it's such a Frankenstein movie. Like you can tell where the really reshoots is. were. It, you can tell two, two competing visions. Yeah, completely different visions, and it, it it just doesn't work. This movie doesn't work for me. I don't like it. I, I like all the characters. Like you said, it's great. Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, awesome. Aquaman, Jason Momoa, awesome. I think I think Wonder Woman's my favorite character out of this new DCU oh, universe. For sure. Yeah, she's at least the most consistent. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like for me, like watching watching Ben Affleck, and I've really enjoyed Ben Affleck I've, I've as Batman. I felt like he should have been given a, a full movie to kind of grow his character and kind of explain where this, this version of All Batman is. All of them is. should. All of them should, yes, especially the freaking- Yeah, wasn't it strange number. that we didn't get set up movies before this? Oh, yeah. For at least one for each character, and, right? And you know, that was Zack Snyder's call. Was it? Because yeah. I'm I was looking into it and they said it was it, it was the studio call to try and compete with Marvel. I mean, yeah. I don't I don't need another Batman origin story. 
but I would no, have I would yeah. have liked something to give us what his mindset no, it, was. Like at this Zack point. Snyder was the mastermind behind the strategy. He's the one who presented it to Warner Brothers, and Warner Brothers was like, "Yes, let's go with this." And it was kind of like his his vision uh, for how all this went. Because you know, after Man of Steel, like it was his idea. Like he wanted to. What he really wanted to do was make a Batman movie, but they were like, "No, we we want to set up for Justice League, like Marvel's doing." And so he's like, "Well, I don't want to have to wait to do a Batman movie. So why don't we do?" Batman versus Superman, and then that can lead into a Justice League movie, so I can do more Batman stuff. So it was kind of a studio thing then, because they were like, no, we don't want to take our time to do a whole single Batman no. movie. We want to do both. No, not necessarily, because they were just coming off of Nolan's Batman, so like they didn't want to... Uh, they, they wanted to flesh out Superman a little bit more. They should have done that, too. And, and it, was, uh, it was basically, instead of doing a sequel to Man of Steel, because, uh, you, you know... I guess we're going to talk about Batman versus Superman. <laughs> well, well, Zach Zach Snyder he he's a big fan of um of Frank Miller, yeah. And so like he's been wanting to do like a Batman movie for like the longest time. And Batman v Superman was like his or the sequel to Superman was like his chance to do like a backdoor Batman movie. Yeah, it was a mistake. Well, like I like his idea of of having like the Dark Knight Rises type Frank Miller Batman. Like I love it, and I think Ben Affleck fit that bill pretty well. It's a shame that of. Well, he had to. Mm. I like it, man. I, I have no gripes with him. I like Ben Affleck as an actor. I liked him as Batman. I like that darker, grittier like Frank Miller style. Like yeah, I, I, I don't have any problem with Batfleck. Yeah, I don't all. either. I think he, he was fine. He was just as good as any See, other. I, I, I personally think Josh Brolin would have been much better suited for that role. The old, mm. older, grizzled Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I can see that too. I can see that too. That's a, not a bad idea. Um, I mean, the whole, the whole internet exploded back in the day when yeah. they announced the Affleck was going to do it. Why was that? Because, because no, everybody likes to be pissed off on the internet. Well, also, people don't like Ben Affleck. <laughs> I never understood why. I never had a problem. With I don't. Him. Even, I, I don't either. He was in Mallrats. Come on. <laughs> he's, he's got good clerks. Uh, not clerks, but uh, what was it? Uh, he was in a uh, bunch of Kevin Smith movies. Anyway, I always thought that it was pretty cool to have him as Batman, and I think he did fine in Batman vs Superman. Although I do believe he that whole that movie is three movies in one and it, it that the reason why i hate that movie so much is written, because they, written by the same guy who did rise of skywalker that makes total sense the reason why <laughs> i hate that movie so much is because they shoehorned the death of superman in like the right. last 15 minutes of it like that's awful that's such a fantastic storyline to have it, it deserved a full two-hour arc movie uh, with with doomsday well, and well the we whole deserved bit. we deserved like three movies of superman being superman before he gets killed too yeah so but i i don't know like justice league i felt like was just a perfect storm of absolute terribleness like of course we had the tragedy Zack snyder's family tragedy that we don't have to get into but he had to leave uh in the middle of production and then joss whedon came in and i think from, no, it, from had, the information even post-production post-production he, he was editing the movie when when it happened yeah. So what I, when I was listening to some other like some super Snyder fans, they were doing a um, a discussion, a panel on it. Um, some of the information that they were talking about, um, how much he actually had completed and was ready to go, and it was kind of like a it was weird that Josh Whedon came in and like reshot like a ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like apparently because the studio wanted to change things and make it. Yeah, like, they oh, weren't happy with Snyder's cut. Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I, well, I guess we'll find out why. But I don't know. I just I. The, that was just a bad call all around, man. Well, like, well, you know, like coming off of the disappointment of Batman v Superman, like originally Justice League was supposed to be a two-parter. It was supposed to be one one movie and then a second movie. Yeah. And the WB execs were getting nervous because people weren't responding to Snyder's vision for, for the DCEU. 
And so they cut it, cut Justice League back to one movie. And so Snyder had to kind of compress his vision for these two movies into one. And I think that when they were looking at the success of a movie like Wonder Woman versus uh, what happened with Batman v Superman, uh, the Snyder version of Batman v Superman was, or um, Justice League was more Batman v Superman than Wonder Woman. And so the execs were nervous because it was too much of, of what people were like criticizing them about. And so when uh, Zack Snyder stepped away to deal with his family tragedy, they decided to bring in the guy who made Avengers what it was, yeah. Joss Whedon. And they gave him like a limited reshoot budget to go back and redo stuff. And the, it's probably the worst thing they could have done because, you know, uh, Henry Cavill had to reshoot all of his scenes with a mustache. God, that mustache. Be, be, because at the Do time... Do you remember that scene? At it's multiple scenes. Like at the time he was working on mission impossible for paramount and they wouldn't allow him to shave his mustache for the role. So he had to do all the reshoots with this like big mustache. And then they had to go in and spend all this money to CGI. What out would have mustache. been so hard about putting a fake mustache back on or something? I, 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 don't I, I think paramount did it specifically to fuck with Warner Brothers. Really? Yeah. I, I really like, like there, there is that level <laughs> well, of pettiness long, there. How long does it really take to grow a mustache? Like a good, like the August Walker mustache. What's that like four weeks? Henry yeah. Cavill's a hairy dude. He's got to grow that thing. Like no time at all. I think it was up if it was up to Henry Cavill, he he'd have done it. But I yeah. think that the that the studio that the executives at Paramount were just like, no, fuck that. What guys. a weird thing, man! Can you can you imagine being a guy who's in a contract and they're like, don't shave your mustache? Like, but, here, here's uh, the thing. this other movie. I'm if, Superman. If, if they really needed him to have a mustache, they could have just put him in the makeup trailer and they could have slapped one on his face for in probably 30 minutes, and you wouldn't have been able to tell a difference. Yeah, so, it's a such it's a weird silly. thing to like get hung up on. And it completely derailed Superman <laughs> in this movie. He looks so bad. So terrible, man. And I, I really like Henry Cavill. I think he's probably up there in the one of the best Supermans on film. Uh, Christopher <sighs> Reeve, obviously. Is, yeah, but, but you, you know don't that, like him? No, I like him. Oh, okay. That was my Witcher groan. Oh. <laughs> but but you, you know that scene where he's like holding Batman by the face and he's like, tell me, do you bleed? Yeah. <laughs> and, and like his face is just like so, so fake weird. looking. <laughs> I, like the Uncanny Valley is just like super like in your yeah. face at, at that close up. I think and, the worst one is the one that everybody always posts online is the one where he's talking to those two kids, like yeah. the found footage one. That just looks terrible. Which makes no, wonder, no sense in the context of this movie. Are there, are there any outtakes out there? No. Where like if Affleck just like busting up laughing where he's looking at the mustache. <laughs> the mustache on Superman. Henry Cavill. <laughs> that would be great. I think Affleck was drunk through most of this film. Yeah, he, especially the reshoots. <laughs> but but that opening scene with Batman, the very first scene with Batman where he's in Gotham and he's dealing with that robber, I guess, cat burglar or whatever at the beginning and then the, the, the par- parademon shows up. Like oh Batman like, oh Batman okay yeah, yeah that that whole thing it's obvious that's a that's a Joss Whedon edition. And when I was watching it again last night, first of all, it, the background, the Gotham City background looks so freaking fake. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. But the worst part is, is like at the end after like the parademon like explodes and leaves that weird cryptic, three mark. Yeah, which <laughs> makes no sense in no. And of itself. But like Batman just like forgets about like the freaking robber. He's just like stand, like leaves him there on the rooftop. He was, just, he was just bait. He didn't really care about him. I but, don't think. Well, this is Batman. Though. I know. <laughs> like, like he'd have tied him up and like left him for like the police or at, at a bare minimum. Yeah. But also like in front of this guy, he's like talking to Alfred and like using Alfred's name and like stuff like that. It's just like, dude, it's like, <laughs> do you Batman. know anything about Batman? <laughs> We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too. And what you can do to shape it. 
At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com slash wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value. <laughs> yeah, this movie And was it was like, very different from the Batman we saw in Batman v Superman. Very. Oh my gosh, tonally? Like, tonally, yeah. It's just making, cracking jokes left and right. Oh, something's definitely bleeding. Yeah. I'm rich. Like, it was the worst lines to give Bruce Wayne Batman character. Like, it's just awful. It made no sense. Like, that is not how Batman talks. Also, <laughs> seeing Ezra Miller after, like, knowing what he did to that one fan where he, like, choked her out. And I hate her that guy. I it, hate it, it, Yeah, I'm not. I'm not I, I do not want to see him. Like, like it, it was so much cringier this time around. Yeah. Just because, like, like I know, you know all the context. Yeah, for, like, like how I, weird I, this dude yeah, is. Yeah, I, I, it, like he's also gender fluid, yeah. right? Like yeah. he doesn't identify with either sex or something like that. The only the he's thing, just like a super weird guy. Before I even it's, knew all of that, and before I even saw the video of him choking out that that girl, I, I was um, I was watching an interview with him and Gal Gadot, and it was so obvious that Gal Gadot was like super weirded out by this dude because he was asking her all, he's a weird dude he's asking her all these like crazy weird questions and he's like she's sitting there like trying to smile for the cameras like <laughs> okay yeah no we don't have to talk about that let's talk about something else i'm like dude i don't ever want to see ezra miller back as the flash like please don't recast yeah just find somebody else that dude is off his rocker <laughs> I'm, I'm annoyed that he's in the harry potter is he yeah the the, the, the fantastic beast films. fantastic beast movies yeah, yeah. Though those aren't that good but no, they're, they're really not. <laughs> um, but you know what, what's a shame is, is so, you know, I told you guys before, um, I love all the characters in this movie mm-hmm. and not necessarily how they're portrayed in this movie, but like the characters themselves. But the one thing that this movie I felt kind of showed a, a glimmer of that I would have liked to have seen like, you know, like a movie beforehand or like a spinoff afterwards or something like that was Cyborg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I felt like Ray Park's portrayal was, was really good. And uh, he, like Cyborg, he, he's a character that if you're not familiar with him, he's very easy to brush off. But the more you learn about him, like the more interesting of a character he becomes. And I felt like the portrayal of him in this movie was, was really fascinating. And it would have been nice to have seen him get like, you know, his own movie just to either set up his character. And that's another thing is, is oh, they, the, they the, tried, they tried to do way too much with this movie way yeah. too soon. Like, sure. Like it really, they really did need to follow the Marvel model where like each character gets set up in their own movie. And then you go into the team up that way you wouldn't have to waste all this time setting stuff up Yeah, and you could just get right into the action. But I mean, there, there's just so many problems, so many movie. problems with this movie. One of the, it's interesting that you really like cyborg in this movie because he, the actor is one of the more vocal, um, uh, actors for the Snyder cut. He's been, he's been trying to get the Snyder cut like rolling for a while. He's always on social media talking about it and saying how like Josh, uh, not Josh Whedon, um, how Zack Snyder had like cyborgs character arc, like was really well flushed yeah. out and was like one of the main characters in this movie. Well, so you know, like, it's cool. Like maybe you will like it then if, if you, it's, you know, what's funny though is, um, so my love of cyborg really comes from having watched uh, teen Titans go with my, uh, with my five-year-old <laughs> sure. and, uh, and, you know, in that show, you know, he's, he's voiced by the guy who uh, plays King Ezekiel in The Walking Dead. Oh, okay. Uh, um, but uh, the, the character of Cyborg in that show is just so funny, and he has this catchphrase where he's like, booyah, you know, like. <laughs> I that, gave that, it to Aquaman. <laughs> well, well, no, no. Um, uh, 
Aquaman says, my man, he doesn't say booyah. My man. My man. Yeah. But, but while we were watching in the theater, like I, I turned to Jude every time Cyborg was on screen. I was like, I really hope he says booyah. And then finally at the end of the movie, like he has that, that booyah line. I'm just like, yes, <laughs> finally. <laughs> yeah. They did give it to him, didn't they? Yeah. That's right. Aquaman was like, woo. He's doing a whole like surfing thing. Yeah. My man. My man. Yeah. Also, one, I, of my, I felt, one of my favorite scenes, it's definitely a, a, a Yoss Whedon edition, which is where Aquaman sits on the lasso of truth. That was a hilarious. That was the <laughs> only genuinely funny moment in this movie because he was like just spilling his beans like, I don't want to die. I got shit to do. <laughs> it's just like everybody's sitting there looking at him. He's just spilling his beans and uh, and then he stands up and he throws the, the lasso over to Aquaman or uh, to Aquaman. My God, man. To uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. It was a that was a good moment. It was a genuinely good moment. Yeah, but but you know, like that whole scene where he goes to Atlantis and fights uh, Steppenwolf and, yeah. and Mira's there, and they have that little exchange, and it's it, all the character setup he gets. It, and you know, like it would have been nice. I mean, he eventually got his own movie, but it would have been nice if like that had been kind of established before this movie because it, it was such a like a forced scene. I felt yeah, yeah. like you just didn't, you didn't get a sense of who Mira was and like what Aquaman's relationship to Atlantis is and all this other stuff. I mean, it was just so poorly done. And I think that was a Zack Snyder thing. I don't think that was a, a Joss Whedon edition. Mm. Well, maybe there's more to it that we don't see because they cut everything out. But I don't know. What do you think? Do you think the, the Zack Snyder cut is going to be an improvement or do you think it's just going to be? How can it not be an improvement? We're going to <laughs> we're gonna, we're, we're gonna get to see the movie the way it was supposed to have been seen. We're going to get the movie that we were supposed to see. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of the argument you know, is that like so, in, in, trying to improve a bad movie is not. It's, I mean, it, yeah, I mean, from, I don't some, from somebody who did you, Batman. I mean, you can Superman. only you can only polish a turd so much, right? Yeah. But uh, but at least we're going to see it how it was meant to be seen. Okay, instead yeah. of the Frankenstein so, monsters. I, I mean, it can't it can't maybe it can get worse. I don't know. But. <laughs> I mean, my my biggest problem was Zack Snyder. So first of all, he's a brilliant visualist. Like like he he knows how to frame an image. Mm-hmm. He knows how to create these iconic beautiful looking shots, but he's a terrible storyteller. He's a terrible writer. He does not understand how to tell a good straightforward story. And you know, all you need to do is like look at his filmography. Every time he doesn't have source material to steal from. And especially when he's left to his own devices. Like if you look at the uh, sucker punch, Oh my God, that movie <laughs> That's a convoluted movie, oh, but I love it. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, it's a so terrible bonkers. movie. Like, like again, visually, yeah, it, it's quite an it's interesting fun, movie. That, that is story wise, it's a mess. It. That's the definition of turn your brain off movie. Like, <laughs> yes, it is. It's so fun to watch. But that's every Zack Snyder movie. No, I'm, well, I mean, every I guess, Zack Snyder movie, you have to turn your brain off to really enjoy. It. Except for maybe, like, I really love Three Hundred, but he has source material for that. Again, that that yeah. that, that comes from Frank Miller and even Dawn Dawn of the Dead. Um, that you know, they had a, a movie to base yeah. that off of. So like. You know, when he has a good script, he can turn in a good movie. But when he's kind of left to his own devices to craft the story himself, he can't do it. He's now, a terrible storyteller. Now, there's there's a, a – I wish I could present the argument against that idea better, but I'm not well-versed in, in the Snyder fandom. So I, I can't yeah. – I don't want to, like, be disingenuous or anything, but I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of people out there who find – especially that – what is the uh, the director's cut of Batman vs. Superman had, like, an extra 30 minutes and it kind it's of the flushed out. Cut. It flushed out a couple of the storylines, which uh, to me – I mean, again, my personal opinion oh, on the movie Well, is, you know, it was I'm, actually – that was the original cut and they had to remove a half hour to make it run in theaters. 
That's so ridiculous. I'm, I'm just going back on IMDb, looking at the stuff that he's done that I've seen. What's he and, got? You know, Dawn of the Dead, 2004. I love that movie. Mm-hmm. That was a good movie. Um, 300. Great movie. I watched that just the other day. It's one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I, I can watch that movie probably once a week for the rest of my life and, and <laughs> never care because it's it's just such a visual. He didn't do the second one, did he? Just, no. just okay. such a visual uh, whatever. Oh, it's toward, I, it's toward the force. Yeah, it's great. I love it. And yeah, I like, like visually, his movies are all amazing. Yeah. Like, what did you think story wise? So the criticism that like he he Suck tones down the the visuals on like Superman because it's all muted colors and dark and grimy. Like, do you disagree with that? Then are you okay with his his idea of like a a darker tone for those movies, like visual tone? You mean darker color palette? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like that was his his kind of like contribution to that universe. Was he wanted it? Cause the Marvel movies were very colorful. So he's like, I want to distinguish these movies from Marvel mm-hmm. and do a more muted color palette. And I don't agree with that choice. I do think that he should have gone more colorful. Um, and the biggest problem with the DCEU are these creative choices that Zack Snyder settled on. Um, you know, like I just think that he was the wrong guy to be doing, to be shepherding this franchise. And I don't think he did the characters any favors. All the successes in the DCU have been outside of his influence. Like Wonder Woman. He didn't really have a whole lot to do with that movie. Uh, Aquaman. He didn't have a whole lot to do with that movie. I hated that movie. It's like, I think a movie's like Man of Steel. That's a great movie. It's, it's not, nah, it's not it's a great a movie. Great it's okay. Movie. It's the, f- I just for me, <laughs> I really like the Krypton stuff at the beginning of it. Yeah. I didn't, and the rest of the movie's good. I, there were some choices I didn't like that he made for the movie. Yeah. But overall, I, I can watch that movie again with, without any problem. You know, See, um, Snyder's way too cynical to be handling Superman. Yeah. Superman is not a cynical character. No, but I think what he wants to do, and I, I, and I understand it, and I, I talk to people who, who enjoy this. this uh, he had Superman kill it. a guy. Yeah, I didn't Superman like that. Superman killed that, Zod in, the, in Superman 2. But in the comics version of Superman, he never kills. He never crosses that line. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, uh, I once read a comic book where he was helping Wonder Woman fight fight this invasion of demons for like a hundred years, and never once did he even kill the demons. That seems excessive. Well, but but that's part of his (laughs) that's part of his code as a character is like he does not cross that line into killing. And you know, he, he, te- technically in Superman too, like he doesn't actually like, kill any of those guys. He threw him down a bottomless pit after. Uh, he okay, first his of all, that, that wasn't Zod. I don't think Zod yeah, got was, Zod got put back in the uh, in the uh, was the, the, the Phantom beard. Zone. Phantom Zone, yeah. No, it, I, I think he threw down the the big Igor type guy. Um, I don't remember. You might be right, but regardless, I'll like, take it. I'll like, take it. Like, like Superman in, in Man of Steel, yeah. Like just straight up murders a dude. He doesn't murder him. Okay, so like, like, like he could he could have easily just like moved his head so like the eye beams didn't kill those people or like whatever. I don't but think it's as easy I, as I you're can, saying. I can, no, I can, I, I can remember like sitting in the theater and seeing that scene where he like kills Zod, and I'm just like, I'm just like, that's not fucking Superman. Yeah, see, I disagree. And the same thing with Batman. People were complaining that Batman like killed people. See, now like, the oh, Batman he killed stuff, a lot of people. the Batman stuff with the machine guns on the on the yeah. Batmobile or the Bat Crab or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> I, I, I had huge issues with that. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, I Batman doesn't kill. No, not typically, but we it's established in the movie that he's in a bad spot. 
Like so? this, this version of Batman is in like rough shape. But again, that goes to Zack Snyder's misunderstanding yeah. of the character. I, like there was an interview where he said like he wanted his version of Batman to be the type of guy who'd get raped in prison or something like that. <laughs> and and so it, weird. Yeah, and it's just it's just like okay, like I understood what he was going for. I understand, but what it's he's completely going for wrong for the character. Well, I mean, even in the '89 Batman with Keaton, like he like he he doesn't outright kill people, but he lets them die and he blows them up with their own machines. Like there's this one dude who's got grenades or something like that, and he pushes them over a cliff and the and the thing blows up. Like it's all implied that he's he's offing these goons. So I, I don't I don't necessarily agree that it's like this character breaking moment where this new version of Batman like offs a couple of goons. And I'm like, uh, it's just a series of creative choices that Snyder has made for the DC characters that just don't ring true with a lot of fans. Yeah, I can. I mean, it's understandable. I can see it. I just I think a lot of people, especially take considering over the, the fact that like we never got any setup for this version of Batman. Like, That's a big thing. Like, like we, he was just kind of thrust in, into this movie, and he wasn't yeah. even the main villain of the movie when he probably should have been. I think it's kind of the whole thing. We didn't get a good setup for any of this stuff, and I don't know if that's going to change with Zack Snyder's. It's not. It's not Batman. But, versus- but you know, we get we get Dark Side, so you know. Yeah, it'll be cool. I'm sure it'll be better, I'm, and then I'm I'm looking forward to it. And honestly, I'm ha- I'm happier for the fandom that wanted this. Yeah, because I have no dog in this fight. I didn't care. Yeah, me neither. I was like, ah, whatever. You know, if they release it, cool. If not, whatever. It's not going to do me any harm. Um, but I I I can appreciate the fact that there's such a huge movement behind it, and it's it's being released uh, just to appease them basically yeah. just to say, Hey, okay guys, we understand that this is what you really I want. Mean, my theory is that the, this was in the works for a long time over at Warner brothers. Probably like, like they, they saw the, the demand for it, but they held off to try to get people to sign up for HBO max Yeah, because they're making an HBO max ex- exclusive. You have to be a subscriber in order to see it. And they wait until like two days before like the launch. Yeah, when, before they announce it. Oh, that's it. totally marketing. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah, so, but I, I think this decision, this decision was actually made like a long time ago. Oh, sure. Uh, to to let Zack Snyder come in and do his cut of it. But now it's it's getting almost obnoxious because everyone's like, "Well, what other movies can we see the original cut?" <laughs> oh yeah, and, and like the big one now is Suicide Squad oh, with David Ayer. Yeah, at least the Ayer cut. Yeah. No, I'm not interested in that at all. Some people were talking about. Uh, I kind of am. Are you? Yeah, a little uh, bit. Some people were talking about Josh Trank's Fan Four Stick. He, you know, he he was like, "No, I don't want to do it." No, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> he tweeted it out. He's like, "No, thank you." <laughs> you know, I don't know why the studios. You know, it's like these director's cuts aren't a new thing. I don't know how many versions of Blade Runner are there? Tons, probably like a dozen. Yeah, but you know, I mean, they even Lord of the Rings made a whole thing of it. They oh, had the yeah. theatrical release, then the hour longer for each movie yeah, for the, the director, director's release. I got both copies at home, mm-hmm. and and the director's editions are way better. Oh yeah, they're way better. So I don't know. It's not like it's a big deal to me. You I know, mean, it's it, like, Oh, we're getting a director's cut. Okay, it, cool. It can yeah. be a real crap shoot depending on the, on the director, because sometimes like, if you look at something like the Irishman, uh, that, <laughs> that, that was Scorsese's vision. And it's like, yeah, you probably should have trimmed about an yeah. hour off of that. <laughs> yeah, <movie."> that, was, <laughs> that was something, you know? So like, like I, I think it's like a case by case basis. I do think that it's a good thing that we're getting the Snyder cut just out of my own curiosity. Like I've always wondered, what in Justice League was Joss Whedon and what was Zack Snyder? Because uh, Joss Whedon, like, I think he reshot like what thirty percent of that. Yeah, movie? quite a bit. Yeah, at least half of it, something like that. So it, it'll at least be interesting to see, like, okay, 
this was Whedon's vision and th- this is Snyder's vision. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm but I don't of... think it's going to fix the movie at all. In fact, it could even make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm really kind of annoyed at these websites and stuff out there that are printing these articles about how they shouldn't do these things because it rewards toxic fandom. That's a, that's a you good know, question. Let's talk about that that's for a some minute. Bullshit right there. Because you've had a bad experience with the Snyder fandom. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't because I haven't really cared enough to yeah, like criticize that hornet's nest. Yeah, never poked <laughs> the hornet's nest. And I, I didn't even poke it that bad. I, I just what did like, you say that set him off? I said I didn't like Batman v Superman. <laughs> I say that all the time. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm I way more important than you are. Apparently, <laughs> I don't know. I just I didn't like that movie either. I, well, okay. So the difference is like when I say I don't like this movie, and I say because I want to see the three full movies that are crammed into this movie. Yeah. Like that's, that's my argument. You know, like I'm, I don't have an argument against like, well, Batman. Okay. If that's what he, if that's the direction he wants to go, fine. Superman. Okay. If that's the direction he wants to go, fine. Well, see, I, I hated I, Lex Luthor. I point out, Whoa. I point out valid arguments as to why a movie's bad and people don't like that. How dare you, How sir? How dare you have an opinion, <laughs> sir? Not just an opinion. I, <laughs> I, I back it up with actual, like, you know, film knowledge. Yeah. You can go hard a little sometimes though. A little hard. People, but with the Snyder people, I never did. I, I just, <laughs> I, I would do these offhanded tweets, and it's like, <laughs> I rewatched Batman v Superman a day, and oh my god, it was bad. And then people are just like, like you know, fuck your mother. You know? <laughs> it's like, hey, I watched. I watched. No, not on okay. That. Like, hey, I watched the Last Jedi again. It still sucks. Or, or, or you know, I did that. I did that exact tweet <laughs> just a couple of days ago where I said, hey, uh, I watched episode two again. It's still terrible. Ooh, the, prequel, the prequel fans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't get a lot of pushback well, on you know, it, but in, it was funny. In preparation for my um, roundtable review podcast where I was, I was doing it with uh, these two other YouTubers, we were talking specifically about Batman v Superman. So like, I had to sit down and I watched the theatrical cut and then I watched the extended cut right after it. And I think I got on Twitter and I just made some offhanded remark about like how, you know, how Man. terrible both these movies are. <laughs> The and magic the, bullet plot in that movie is just yeah. Like and, why and, and, and the the Snyder cultist just descended upon me <laughs> and just started ripping me to shreds in my in my you know thread there and I was just like wow these guys are crazy. <laughs> There's it's always like, that. So sorry for not liking what you. I guess like. I guess I just don't I don't understand fandom that can't recognize a bad movie. To them, it's not I, bad. Yeah, to them, how it's can brilliant. it not be? So somebody just—it's like, it's like I can't—I don't understand Star Wars fans. These new Star Wars fans that can tell me that the Last Jedi is a good movie. It's not a good movie. I, I, the Rise of Skywalker is not a good fucking movie. I, I don't understand. I mean, I mean, it's how one people thing, can look at these movies. It's, it's one thing to be passionate about a movie because yeah. everyone has different tastes, but to attack people for right. not liking the same movie that you like is beyond me like, yeah. like if somebody doesn't like a movie i'm like i'm like okay fine mm-hmm. you, you didn't like it that's cool but to, to some of these people they take it as a personal insult and they're, yeah. they're like i'm gonna track you yeah down. it's like i'm they gonna have, find you i'm gonna kill you it's like they have skin in the game or something yeah. like yeah. it's their movie it's like and even a, if it was like, it's like a, Zack snyder i don't think if somebody says hey man i think your movie's shit i don't see Zack snyder <laughs> being the guy who's gonna be like fuck you asshole like no he'd be like all right whatever well, don't he, watch it he handles it way better than ryan johnson does for sure yeah, yeah. I, I just i don't know man i don't understand that 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 type of fandom either, which I mean, people are like, there's no such thing as toxic fandom. I'm like, yeah, there no, definitely can there be. There is. Definitely can I, be. I can be toxic. So the, I can absolutely be toxic. <laughs> <laughs> so the question then is what you brought up is like, what does this do to the people who like drove after uh, Kadish for not liking his movie if they feel justified now that the Snyder Cut's coming out? Is that going to push other fandoms 
to be just as bad? Is that going to encourage that type of behavior? The, the thing was, though, is, is like they weren't being bad in the sense that they were badgering people about getting this cut release. They were bad about going after people who didn't like the movie. Yeah. And so, um, but their their advocacy for the Snyder cut, like like they would just get the hashtag trending on a regular basis mm-hmm. because like, like they would somehow coordinate and they would be like, Warner Brothers, give us what we want. And that was, that's not being toxic. That's just yeah. being passionate. The toxicity comes in when, when the, the fringe group of, of the Snyder cut people go after others who don't like the movie and try to, you know, dox them or attack them personally or like, you know, cyber bully them or whatever. That's the toxic, toxic aspect of it. But the stuff that was directed at Warner Brothers was never toxic, at least not that I saw. I'm sure there's a couple hand. I mean, it, when you have oh, a, there's you're gonna it, have your bad yeah. eggs in every fandom. That's yeah. for sure. When you have a so. fandom that large, you got at least what 10 percent that are just complete assholes. I mean, then there's people out there like me who's just gonna poke the poke hornet, it. poke the hornet's nest once in a while <laughs> just to see what happens. You know, it's like know. with my "Don't make Solo 2 hashtag. I that's, yeah, you just like it's like don't do it. Don't make Solo two. And I just <laughs> I put it in and I do it in uh, make Solo two happen threads just just to. <laughs> So poke, poke, him, the bear. poke him with a stick see what happens. <laughs> well, let me ask you guys this. What do you think is going to be different between the Justice League version we got and the Snyder Cut? I think it's going to be completely different. I think plot lines, I think story arcs, I think characters, I think all of it's going Aren't to be Aren't they reshooting scenes? No. No. Uh, I, I believe... There's rumors that they are, but it's never I believe they, they gave him $20 million to, it was 30. to finish these... It could be 30. This, yeah. Basically, the money is to finish special yeah. effects... And to do like ADR dubbing and you know a yeah. couple other minor Snyder things. himself said that it's all shot, it's all there. He just needs to complete it in post because they're doing Steppenwolf. He looks completely different now, right? Well, it's I think what from and, what I and heard, the Dark Side's in the movie, and yeah, and, from what I heard, Steppenwolf is like a side character now, and it's all yeah. about Dark Side. So well, like, that's probably how like Steppenwolf be. was like the main antagonist to yeah. the Justice League. I I don't think that's going to be the case anymore. I think all all the scenes where the where the Justice League is fighting Steppenwolf in the in the regular movie, I think that's all. In the end, though, as far as I'm concerned, I'm 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 gonna watch it. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it really was coming come out or not. But one, now that it is, it's okay. Whatever. Let's let's see it. Let's see what they do. One thing I think was definitely not in the Snyder cut. It was something added by Joss Whedon. Was that weird Russian family? Oh, oh, so yeah. shoehorned. Yeah, that's yeah. They had to give somebody to rescue. That's all it was. Like yeah. we have to give Flash something to do. Let's have him go rescue some family. But I mean, talk about shoehorned in. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That, that was bad. That was another really bad. thing that bugged me about the the Justice League that we got is you know Bruce Wayne would never have let Martha Kent's farm you know get repossessed by the bank. No. Never. Like, like after Superman died, he'd have been like, okay, I'm going to keep an eye on, on her and make sure she's taken care of. Cause that's just how Batman operates. Mm-hmm. Like you even saw him Batman V Superman. He was making sure that that one guy, um, the security guard guy whose legs got messed up oh, in the yeah. attack, like that he was getting checks, but he, he just didn't know that the guy was sending them back. You know, he, he was, he made an effort to make sure that guy was taken care of. He would have done the same thing for Martha Kent. So when I saw the whole, foreclosed on by the bank thing. I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> like, like talk, talk about a shoehorned in plot line. It was just so at the end of the movie, Batman could make nice with Superman, you know? Yeah. He's, uh, he's, yeah, he's like, how'd you get the bank to give me, give my mom a farm the back? Bank. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other thing too. He's so, he gloats his wealth so much in this movie. It's so weird. Like I've never pictured Batman doing that kind of thing. 
I guess I guess uh, Bruce, really? Bruce Bale. Wayne. Well, I guess Bale Bruce did. Wayne he, does that stuff. Yeah, yeah. He, he buys a restaurant so he can yeah go swimming in the swimming, in, in the fish tank. That's know? true. Yeah, so he makes outrageous purchases. <laughs> yeah. I guess that makes sense. But, but seeing like him walk into like Wayne Manor and be like, okay, this is gonna be the Hall of Justice. It's just like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the next thing I wanted to ask. Um, is uh, so my my worry for this like I'm I'm fine if he releases it and it's great cool if it's terrible fine whatever my issue is going to come is the social media backlash where if it comes out and it's terrible and the, oh. the Snyder cult is going to be like it's genius it's going to be brutal and all of us are going to be like no it's not really it's that kinda, much better it's kind of bad know guys. that's going to happen <laughs> I know but that I'm like why why does it have to happen why does this always have that's, to happen because that's just the world we live it's in it's so stupid. The, the, yeah. it, it would it's be, like you were saying with Last Jedi. Like, why? Yeah, the most surprising <laughs> but you, outcome. But you, you, listen, <laughs> listen. We wouldn't be sitting around this table right now if it wasn't for a little bit of a toxic fandom out there. All three of us met yeah. because of the Last Jedi flap Yeah, on Twitter. I don't know if people know this or not, but we just ran. We just... Happened to be living close by to each other. <laughs> so <laughs> three Vegas people who hate the last like, Jedi. <laughs> it, it was fate, but yep. you know it is what it is. Uh, just it's a toxic. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. going to be toxic fandom for everything. I'm just not looking there's, forward. There's to that. probably toxic Jumanji fandom out there. <laughs> <laughs> the real how dare the fucking you know rock be in these movies? You know these what I movies noticed? I was actually Ugh. really disappointed in because uh, you guys all know I'm super Jurassic Park fan and I love the fandom because it's for the most part it's like yeah super you guys chill. are the most chill like whatever just, you're just saccharine sweet gross <laughs> it's it's ridiculous it's so funny that you hate it so much because we're just like <laughs> hey man we're just talking about dinosaurs over here nah it's cool but i did notice the like a f- there was a, like a little hiccup there for a little while people were arguing about um uh the t-rex the design or whatever yeah and, and people were getting pretty pretty heated about it and i was really <laughs> i was like i'm like how dare you <laughs> like don't you sully my fandom with that nonsense like i can't stand that stuff i don't understand why people have to get i so think i think if somebody it. came after you and blake and the boys and and you it would it would turn ugly really fast there's one instance where i got irritated with somebody <laughs> that they and it was kind of like you you're like uh fallen king was a shit movie and normally I wouldn't care if that was the case. Like, okay, if you don't like the movie, that's totally fine. Like, I don't, I don't care if somebody says that they don't like the movie or they think it's bad. Whatever, it's fine. I don't, whatever. But the problem, the thing that came of it was, is because the person who said that to me had been like defending the Last Jedi for the past two years, and I'm like, motherfucker, don't you try to yeah. tell me that my movie's bad while you're over there yeah. defending that shithole. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the only time where I got like agitated at somebody on Twitter about Jurassic Park. So I don't know. I just I don't understand the mentality of being like, oh man, you just don't understand Snyder's vision. Well, you know that's Alex, why you don't like it. Your doomsday scenario of, um, you know, the the Snyder faithful loving it and everyone else being like, yeah, it's really crap. Uh, I would be su- like, like the the real surprising outcome would be, oh my god, this totally fixed the movie and it's <laughs> it, and it's fantastic. It, it's one hundred percent going to happen. You think it's going to be terrible? Yeah. No, I don't think it's going to be terrible. I just think. There's going to there's, there's be people out there that are going to hate it just to hate it, whether uh-huh. it's really good or not. And then the Snyder files are going to fire back. And, and it's just social media now, man. It's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. Can, can I just say that I thought that the best casting to come out of this movie was J.K. Simmons as uh, Commissioner oh, Gordon. Dude, picture oh, yeah. perfect. Oh, he, he, was, he was perfect for the role. And it's a shame that this is the only movie he's going to get to play that role in. Yeah. 
I would have loved to have seen him in like a full on Batman movie. Yeah. I Batman. mean, like we're getting Battison now. <laughs> like it's going to be the Matt Reeves. Well, you know, they are talking about, I know Henry Cavill is, he's coming, is, back. He's coming back. I mean, yeah. although they're, is, they're are they going to talk to Affleck? They're going to do something new with him. What? I don't know. They're, they're kind of saying that Henry Cavill's Superman is kind of going to kind of be like the Hulk where he kind of appears in other people's movies and just doesn't actually like have a movie. Of hang out with, he's going to be hanging out in black Adam or something. Something like that's that. That's going to be just, that's got, I don't know if I was Henry Cavill and they told me that I'd be pissed. Like what you're gonna want? You want me to be Superman just so I can he, prop he, up he the needs, other characters? He needs another movie. He really does. He really does need another movie. We need Man from Uncle Two. No, we don't. That movie was freaking awesome. I, I still haven't seen amazing. that one. Oh my god, it. it's so awesome. so boring. It's not. Boring Is it? At all. It's terrible. I don't. I'm, I don't know who to listen to. It's right incredible. Now. Well, you like the gentleman, so you might like it. That's true. It's, I haven't seen the gentleman, so I can't compare. But it's a Guy Ritchie movie. I know what it is, but I haven't seen it. I, I just genius. Fucking genius. The Man from <laughs> Uncle was genius, in my opinion. I I, I'm not going to say it wasn't because I, I haven't thought, seen it. I thought it was great. Anyway, it so like Henry Cuffley, he's a big name, though. He's got The Witcher. He's got a multi-season he's going on with Netflix. way bigger now than he was when they made mm-hmm. Man of Steel. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I would be a little upset if I was him. Like, yes, I, I understand why he would want to play Superman, but to not be given your own movie, like, we're just going to pepper you in I, I think when we need you. Him getting his own movie is, I don't even know why they'd have to think about it. It would make money. You know, oh though, my God, would it I, ever? I, I think these decisions are coming from J.J. Abrams. Is he running WB? Oh, yeah, he is over there. Yeah, he, he's, he signed the, this big overall deal with that. WB, and he's kind of, uh, like they said, that he was going to be over. He was going to be overseeing uh, Green Lantern and Superman. And so my guess is like a lot of what we're hearing about the Henry Cavill um, stuff is basically J.J.'s brainchild. Crap. I don't know if people would want to watch a new Superman already. That's not like a recast. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I mean, like I like Superman. I'm a Superman fan, so I'd watch anything with Superman. I would rather see Henry Cavill back and go up against Brainiac than have it recast. I would like to see Cavill keep the role. Um, I, I mean, honestly, like losing Ben Affleck after only like what two movies as Batman, like, yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of his version of Batman, but I would have liked to have seen a little bit more continuity here. The fact that WB's kind of given up on the whole DCEU, even though they're keeping some of the, some of the same actors. It's a weird characters. situation. It is a very weird situation. And what, when's uh, Wonder Woman coming out? November. Supposedly, they was already they supposed to be right? Oh, yeah, the pandemic. Did they push it back? I think they did. God damn it. We're supposed to be like knee deep in the summer movie blockbuster season right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Theaters are supposed to open tomorrow and i don't even know what's out like they're opening tomorrow supposedly friday yeah, it's were, gonna be a terrible summer movie season won't go i'm gonna check it out i'm gonna see what's playing at galaxy and i'm, I'm not gonna go watch some stupid movie like sonic or something to, to, to i just, bought that just, movie to, oh, <laughs> it's getting a sequel oh goody <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure it'll be fantastic <laughs> i'm sure it will <laughs> oh that's another thing we could talk about fan movements like that it's the same alita, alita. Oh, no wait, alita they have, we haven't got their second one yet, so that fan movement's still going. It's still going, but, but it's got some power behind it. But yeah. the, the fan reaction to the Sonic movie, that made the studio change their mind. That that gave us a great well, product. I mean, yeah, like, you know, there, initially... There's there's a, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I was just saying initially, and I, I was on the show, I was like dead set against that. It's like, how dare the studios cave into this nonsense? But I, I'm kind of like on board with that, with that now. You know, the fans did good on, in that case with the... Mm-hmm. Uh, with the Sonic movie. Well, I mean, there, there's a long history of like fan movements yeah. like, and 
you know, getting the studios to listen. Like for instance, Star Trek, you know, Star Trek got canceled after like the second season. Then the fans wrote in and, and got them to do like a third season. Uh, there was that, there was that show Jericho. I don't know if you guys remember that show. I do remember that show. Uh, so like it got canceled after one season and the fans, uh, for that show were so fervent that they, they sent um, baskets of nuts <laughs> to, to uh, I think it was CBS or whatever, but uh, the very last line in the season finale for that show was the, the main character. He just says nuts. And so like they, they sent like, like hundreds of thousands of pounds of nuts to, oh my God. to, to, to the executives. And finally the executives were like, okay, we'll give you a second season. <laughs> you know? Just quit sending us all these yeah. nuts. Yeah. Quit sending us nuts. So, I mean, there is precedence for, you know, fans being able to enact change in the studios. Yeah. Um, and it's been it's been going on for as long as there's been like TVs and movies and stuff. Do you think well, we, the, we fan, did, the fan movement brought the Firefly show back too? They made a movie out of it because of the fan movement. Movie, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Let's just see if you think we could get a new season eight of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's too little, too late. <laughs> they would need more than one season. If Can you imagine that. all the actors getting called back? Uh, hey guys, uh, Kit Harrington was we're, like, we're gonna we're gonna redo all this. <laughs> so, oh, son of a bitch. Kit Harrington was done. Like, they asked him, would you ever come back for any the other thing? Is though you would need to redo season seven as well. <laughs> yeah, fix that shit. Yeah, there's a lot. There would be a lot of legwork to to fix yeah. that nonsense. Isn't there a Targaryen show or something? There's supposed to be. What's going on with that? I don't know. So, Fire and Blood, the the book that came out that kind of covers the Targaryen dynasty. That's the current book that's being adapted into the spinoff that HBO has planned. But what, what I mean is I just feel like we talked about that for a couple of weeks shortly after season eight was over and it's been nothing yeah. for like a year. That's kind of how I feel about the Lord well, of the Rings. Well, so well, they did no they, news, no nothing. They yeah. did a failed pilot for uh, for a Game of Thrones spinoff. And then after they decided not to go in that direction, they started over with this new Fire and Blood series. I don't know if it's called Fire and Blood, but you know it's based off that book. House of Dragon or something like yeah, that. Yeah, House of the Dragon. That's what it's called. And uh, so I think that they're still in the scripting stage. I don't think they've yeah. shot anything yet. I don't know. All I know is this this uh, coronavirus stuff needs to stop so we can start getting some new movies and TV shows. Yeah, we're getting a little sparse on the news, uh, huh? <laughs> Jurassic World got pushed back to like 2023 or yeah. something. I'm like, ugh. It's like, we're not going to get, are we ever going to get a Black Widow? When's this supposed to come out? Oh, did yeah, they release that? It was supposed no. to come out this month. But yeah. they uh, they had to push it back. I thought they released it on digital. No, God no. Oh wow, they should. They should. It'd be nice. I, if that's they one did. of the few I would probably spend twenty bucks on to watch at home. Yeah, Disney Plus for a twenty four hour rental for twenty bucks. <laughs> that just annoys me. But. Yeah. Well, they they put way too much money into it to do yeah. a straight to video release. Yeah, maybe. Well, if, if if anything, it'll probably come out in December. Christmas season right around flu season so everybody could go out and get the flu. Oh, we'll be back. We'll be on lockdown again. <laughs> what a joke. We'll be on lockdown again. All right. Anybody uh, have any closing thoughts before we finish up? I just, you know, Justice League, every time I watch it, it just gets worse and worse. <laughs> but there's something about it that makes, I want to like it. I really want to like yeah. Batman v Superman. I really want to like Justice League. And there are parts to the, these movies that are enjoyable and interesting, but taken as a whole, they just don't work. Yeah. Um, and I think it's a real shame because I liked, 
I, I like the kernels of the ideas that were in these movies for the, for the DC characters. Cause I love these DC characters. I'm a big DC fan. So like, I just want to see them handled right. And I don't know if the Snyder cuts going to do that for you. But, probably not, but. but I, I am interested to see what Snyder's original vision was. So for me, it's like, I want these characters to be good too. Just like Matt said, we grew up on these characters. Mm-hmm. Just like we grew up on the Marvel characters, we grew up on these DC characters. Maybe even more so. You know, I grew up watching Justice League and Super Friends on Saturday oh, mornings, Batman man. I, animated series? Yeah. You oh, know, yeah. these are these are things they've they should be done well and correctly. And I don't know why these studios have such a hard time. Especially Warner doing Brothers. These things, Warner you know, Brothers so. has a long history of like fucking up their superhero movies. The, the animated shows are great. Yeah, but then you look at something like Batman and Robin, <laughs> you know, which almost killed the whole Batman franchise for a I long mean, time. E- even, even this Harley Quinn show that I've been watching on my DVR, this R, super R-rated Harley Quinn show. It's Is that cartoon. any good? It's a cartoon, it's, right? it, Yeah, it's a cartoon. It's, um, I, I like it. Hmm. I, I don't know if it's any good, but it's so sweary and kind of <laughs> over the top. I, I enjoy it. Wasn't there a you know, joke Haley, Haley, Haley Cuoco does, does Harley. She's the voice. So I just picture her swearing like a sailor. <laughs> I, I picture her. You know, I kind of yeah. got a weird crush on her. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I like it. I like the show. It's, it's been fun to watch. I got to watch the last three episodes later on. I got them on my DVR. But. In that show, wasn't there a scene where they had two dudes sitting in a couch that one had released the Snyder Cut t-shirt on? Um, Was that that show? It probably is. Okay. It's, that sounds like I something remember. they would do on the show. I saw show. something on Twitter about it. But, you know, her, it's, Har- it's about Harley breaking off from uh, Joker. And she hangs out with uh, Poison Ivy and Poison Ivy's pad, right? So it's Birds of Prey? And, and, she's, and she puts together a team of evil villains because she wants to be joined and she wants to be in the League of Evil Villains or whatever they're called. What are they called? The Legion of Doom. So, and it, she's got uh, Sharkman, um, Clayface, and Dr. Weird. What's the little short midget Dr. I forget. I never heard of this character before, but she's got like five people on her team and no, no, but, uh, and they just go around and they bumble through these capers and stuff and, <laughs> and swear and cuss a lot. And a lot of people are murdered and it's bloody and gross. And, really? Oh, it's nasty, dude. It's, it's, it's <laughs> hilariously bad. And oh. it's just, it's, it's, I never thought I'd see a cartoon like it with DC characters for real. This is like, fuck this, fuck that, fuck you, ba 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 da. You know, it's like, it was just, I'm just like, wow. Every time I see it, I'm like, my jaw's on the floor. Wow. So, yeah, it's something. I have to check that out. All right. Well, that's our thoughts on the Snyder Cut <laughs> and Justice League and, uh, and movie theaters and a bunch of other stuff. So. Yeah, that got crazy. Yeah, it did. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to support this podcast, go to saltynerdvideo.com. That takes you straight to our YouTube channel where we have all of our podcasts broken up into nice, nice little digestible segments for your listening pleasure. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Comment. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you want to hear about. And uh, maybe we'll just make a podcast all about your one comment. <laughs> <laughs> Call me the flu clux clan again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, have a great night. Uh, Matthew Kadish, where can they find you? They can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H on Twitter and KadishBooks.com on Amazon. And Matt Vader, where can they find you? Uh, Matt Vader 74. And you're on? On Twitch, um, Instagram, Twitter, right on. Parlor. 
Grinder. Grind. Grinder. No, not Grinder. <laughs> um, I don't know. All of them. All of them. All right, guys. You can find me on Twitter at uh, salty underscore nerd. Hit me up. Uh, let me know what you're thinking. Talk about the Snyder Cut. Talk about whatever you want. Talk to us. We're we're here just sitting in front of our microphones waiting for you to talk to us. <laughs> yeah, maybe okay. we'll, have, we'll have a phone call. We'll get a phone number for him or something someday, right? No, I'll never